And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the Minister of Agriculture discusses his trade trip to Japan and the SARM Midterm Convention wraps up yesterday. We'll have full details. Agri-News is brought to you by the REMAX Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel de Corby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. Saskatchewan Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart heads to Japan this weekend for a seven-day trade trip. Stewart says Japan is an important customer for Saskatchewan farmers, worth almost $1 billion in sales from this province to Japan last year. As usual in these things, relationship management, uh, market development, investment promotion, uh, uh, and we're going to be uh, stating our strong interest in having our federal government participate in uh, the TPP uh, negotiations and uh, express our great interest in uh, in more trade with Japan particularly and all uh, of the other 10 countries in TPP. How important is Japan to Saskatchewan? Well, it's our third, I think, largest uh, uh, export destination for ag products. I think uh, $4.2 billion a year, roughly. So it's very important. I understand you're going to be making a presentation. You'll be involved with the Team Canada New Crop Seminar? Yes, that's correct, and uh, also uh, the Canola Council of Canada annual consultations uh, in Japan at that time as well. How important is Japan for some of our key markets like wheat and canola? I understand it's very big there. Japan is our largest market for non-Durham wheat. Uh, it's, uh, it's uh, I think, our second largest market for canola right behind China. And so, uh, canola seed, that is. And uh, so, you know, it's an extremely important market for us. It's also the fifth largest market for Durham wheat and a priority market for us for flax and oats and uh, barley, uh, uh, malt, and pork products. So uh, we think there's also, uh, particularly if TPP uh, comes into, uh, uh, becomes a reality, there's a huge market, uh, potential market in Japan for our beef products. How do you see yourself deepening the relationship with Japan? How do you do something like that? Well, it's a question of uh, having them get to know us a little better. And the Japanese, I've found in the past, are very thorough about doing uh, research. They'll know what we're all about before we get there. But they're another country that feels very strongly about personal relationships. Most places in the world, you don't do business like you do in North America, maybe a uh, you know, an email chain and a phone call to firm it up and maybe a one get-together to shake hands and sign the deal. It doesn't work like that in most countries. Uh, they they believe in relationship building and uh, and, and face-to-face contact and, uh, and a level of uh, trust between the individuals involved. And so that's kind of where we come in with these uh, trade missions. Uh, I think sometimes people in North America don't understand... Uh, how business is done in in some of these countries, but it's uh, very much more personal than it is here in North America. And you have to, of course, tell the Japanese we are a reliable supplier. We're approaching an important time of year, you know, near the end of the year, and we've just finished our harvest. Yeah, we're well into our shipping season now, and uh, and, uh, I can report that it's going well to this point, and uh, as did last year's. And so, you know, they're well aware of the issues we had in 2013-14, uh, with rail service, and uh, uh, I can report on the new uh, Transportation Act, and I think the the fact that it's uh, 
uh, things are working much better between uh, shippers and the, and the, and the railroads. Agriculture Minister Lyle Stewart, he leaves on Saturday for Japan and returns November 17th. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. And brought to you by Shorty Services. Don't be left in the dark. Install a Cummins standby generator today. Visit shordeeservices.ca. The SAR midterm convention wrapped up in Regina yesterday with delegates discussing two key issues, relief from wildfire relief for wildfire victims in western Saskatchewan and rural crime. SARM President Ray Orb says there was an excellent discussion on rural crime. Well, we had a, a real good discussion um, with Curtis Zablocki, the Assistant Commissioner at F's Division in Regina. He addressed us yesterday and gave us a pretty good update of what he felt, um, you know, the, um, the kind of the, the status of the uh, rural crime, um, you know, the incidents that are that have been taking place, uh, the types of crime, and, um, you know, some pretty good statistics about what looks like a trend that the rural crime is actually dropping off as far as the, uh, I guess, break-ins and thefts and things like that. It seems to be dropping off a little bit since about a year ago this time, which was, you know, pretty good news for us. As well, we had a real good discussion uh, about the wildfires, you know, in particular uh, the Burstall area, Tompkins area, and also we talked a little bit about the Glentworth fire that took place a little earlier on this fall. And we had a real good meeting with five or six RMs in those areas, and we talked as well with government relations, uh, the PDAP people, People from from the Ministry of Ag were there. A gentleman from the uh, Saskatchewan Stockers was there, and also Dwayne McKay, Emergency Management Services, also was there and gave us an update. And actually, there were a couple of resolutions that came, I believe, out of that meeting. In particular, one to look at SARM lobbying uh, someone to get some uh, insurance as far as fire insurance on grassland, and the other one was for PDAP to look at. Uh, to see why, if we could get some coverage for fire, and in particular wildfire coverage for PDAP. Does it look favorable you might get some of those requests? Well, the, the PDAP people that were there, they're actually still looking at that to see uh, maybe why or if, you know, if something could be done. I guess that would be a political decision if uh, we wanted to do you know, try and convince the province to uh, make some changes in PDAP. But the uh, PDAP people have re- really been good and are looking at all the options to see if there, in fact, is something. And the key is that it has to be um, infrastructure, or, you know, as far as the ranchers or the farmers that go that that aren't insurable, you know, items, something that you couldn't get insurance on. And we think it should be something that, you know, maybe the wording should could be changed perhaps uh, that makes it, something like reasonable, you know, reasonable cost for insurance that people could afford to buy insurance on things like that, uh, you know, things that are lost in the wildfire. Yeah, the other uh, point of privilege resolution was a resolution on ag recovery to ask the province to look at ag recovery. It's a kind of a disaster assistance and it's cost shared with the federal government and the province. Uh, and, the, and there would be things such as what happened in British Columbia this past summer with the wildfires. You know, many of the ranches in that area, they lost a lot of pasture land as well. Uh, a lot of them lost livestock and uh, the province of British Columbia and the federal government are they're putting some money into that so that the ranchers will be compensated for for some of their costs. And so uh, we'll be meeting with the province, hopefully, 
and talk to instead I'm about it. So it, it offers a lot of help, I think, with some of those things if the province decides to go that route. Uh, maybe some changes with PDAP, but the fire insurance for grasslands is something I think that in the, maybe the near term could be achievable. And crop insurance, I know, in Saskatchewan is looking at perhaps developing some kind of a program and uh, showing that to us in the near future. Ray Orb is the president of SARM. In a move to support domestic prices, India has imposed new taxes on peas and wheat imports, 20% on wheat and a whopping 50% tax on pea imports. Errol Anderson is an analyst with ProMarket Communications in Calgary. He fears prices will be under pressure from the trade protectionism. Anytime trade is is impacted through, really, it's, it's protectionism is what it is. Um, you know, India certainly is trying to protect their domestic prices. And these are issues where, the, uh, as a, a product is in great supply, where the pulses are in India right now, they've had pretty good crops and their need for Canadian yellow peas at the moment is is fairly low so unfortunately though it's going to put pressure on prices i believe um heading into the new year india imported a record three million tons of peas last year from canada russia the u.s and france canadian pea exports are already down this year and anderson is worried about the short-term outlook if weather conditions change and we see a shrinkage of the pulse crops then uh, this issue will gradually uh, resolve itself over time. But for now, uh, we're probably going to run into a bit of a rocky uh, pulse uh, market in Canada into the first quarter of 2018. India is Canada's biggest customer for peas, but shipments also go to the U.S. and China. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornson of Hollis Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornson Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra this morning were showing upward movement in early trading. Canola rose $1.70 at $4.94.84. Oats gained $10.48 at 170.46. Number 1 red spring wheat gained 239 at 254.67. The rest were unchanged. Durham 271.14, feed barley 163.62, flax 472.68, yellow peas 255.54, feed wheat 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, December spring wheat is up 5 cents at 6.48 and a half a bushel. The Livestock Quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Assiniboia Livestock Auction with the market report for November 7th, pre-sorted Charcross and Angus sale. We sold about 3,600 head for this sale. It was a barn burner here today. The prices were good. As your feeder steers, 650 to 7 weights, average 217, and sold up to 226. 600 to 650 weights, average 218, and sold up to 226 a pound. 550 to 600 weights, average 229, and sold up to 277. 500 to 550 weights, average 252, and sold up to 281. 450 to 500s, average 274, and sold up to 310. 400 to 450 weights average 279 and sold up to 310 a pound. 3 to 4 weights average 280 and sold up to 310. 650 to 7 weights for your heifers averaged $1.90 and sold up to $1.99. 
600 to 650 averaged a dollar 96 and sold up to 210. Heifers 550 to 600 pounds averaged two dollars and sold up to 230. 500 to 550s averaged 207 and sold up to 230. 450 to 500 pound heifers averaged 220 and sold up to 257. 400 to 450s averaged 233 and sold up to 257. Three to four weight heifers averaged 241 and sold up to 253. We sold a load of tan steers weighing 442 pounds for $3.10 a pound, which is $1,385 a calf. We also sold a load of tan heifers weighing 698 pounds for $1.9775, which is $1,380 a calf. For any more market information, give me Brady Olson a call at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642. 5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,400 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 140 to 158 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 7,100 heads, selling in a range of 141 to 156 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is up, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was up 35 basis points, with the daily exchange rate at 1.2729. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 78.60 cents US. U.S. regional cash markets made modest gains in yesterday's trade, with the Midwest reporting bids approximately 50 cents U.S. 100 weight higher. Hog supplies are still on the uptrend, but have failed to keep pace with the expectations associated with the last USDA Hogs and Pigs report. The survey of U.S. producers' pig market hog numbers are 3.9% larger than year-ago levels. But over the last month, supplies have only grown about 2.5%. Wholesale pork still appears to be moving well through domestic marketing channels, but has struggled to realize any growth in sales on the export side of the business. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly sunny skies, wind becoming southeast 20, the high minus 14. Increasing cloudiness tonight, snow beginning tonight around 2 centimeters is expected. Wind southeast 20 gusting to 50, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 overnight. Temperature rising to minus 9 by morning. The wind chill minus 25. Tomorrow, light snow ending early in the morning, then cloudy. Light snow beginning late in the afternoon. Wind southeast 40, gusting to 60, becoming south 20 in the morning. Then west 40, gusting to 60 in the afternoon. The high minus 3. Friday night cloudy, 40% chance of flurries. The low minus 11. Saturday, sunny. The high minus 7. The low minus 14. Sunday, sunny. The high minus 7. The low minus 11. Monday, sunny, the high minus 2, the low 0. And on Tuesday, sunny with a high plus 4, the low minus 6. Wednesday, a mix of sun and cloud, the high plus 2. On the roundup right now, we have Estevan at minus 13, Saskatoon minus 15, Swift Current is minus 14, Weyburn is minus 17, Yorkton is minus 13. In Regina, with sunny skies, it's minus 18, that's 0 Fahrenheit. Winds are from the southeast at 12. Humidity 83%. The barometer dropping 103.4. Sunny and Moose Jaw minus 18. Winds are from the southeast at 17. Once again, Regina, sunny and minus 18. That's zero Fahrenheit. I'm Jim Smalley. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Good afternoon and good farming.